We're live. It's about time. This is Grit and Grace TV. Thank you all for joining us tonight. This is the official launch. I am cohorts. I can't say that. It just doesn't come off the tongue right. Cohort? Co- yeah, I am one of your cohorts, CJ Ripka. <laughs> I forgot my blower. I had a blower prepared and everything. See, it's been oh. such a crazy day. <laughs> it's been a crazy day, and I've been like, ah, can't wait. So excited, even though we've been here every night. And thank you for joining us every night. Like, we so appreciate it. But this is the official where we're really going to get deep on on what we're about and grit and talk about the grit scale test. And so if you can take a moment and just hit share and share this out to your people, we'd really appreciate it so that uh, we can share this magical thing called grit. And um, that lady over there, that's Lynn Burnett. (laughs) (laughs) They know us by now, don't they? You would think so. You would think so. I mean, we've been in their living rooms every single, well, on their computers anyways, every yeah. single day for the last, you know, five days. Yeah. So by now I'm sure most of them have already figured out who the heck we are. Yeah. Just in case you haven't, uh, Lynn is a certified life coach as well as myself. Um, I got my first certification in personal fitness and um, I actually met Lynn across the online radio. Happened to, kind of listen in and uh, check out what their station or what their uh, network was about. And that's how I got connected. And then of course the PDC all props out to Anthony Hayes and Scott Doucette for creating the baddest podcast discovery center on Facebook. It is. It truly is the bestest people ever in that group. I've met amazing people and uh, you definitely one of them. So yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to them and, and them for watching and supporting and sharing and all of that stuff. But I want to mention really quick for um, everybody that's watching this grit scale test we're going to talk about. Um, it is available on our website. So if you go to gritandgracetv.com and click on show resources, if you go there and you'll see our premiere episode uh, post and you can click on a link there and download the grit scale test and, and take it for yourself and find out. You know, we've, we've been taking, we, we actually took this a couple of times for some of us. I only took it once. I, yeah. I got a good enough score the first time. I didn't want to mess it up. So, um, yeah, the, but this has been kind of a learning experience for, for both of us, kind of finding out who we were and what we're about. Yeah, you, it makes you look at things a different way, and that's the beauty of questions and 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 quizzes and things like that. Is it? It uh, you take a moment to look at it and you really think about it, and it takes you back through your life and the things that you've done and and all of that. So um, I have to take it another time because I think I don't know what the hell I was doing when I was taking the test. It was I don't know what I was thinking, so I had to take it a second time. Well, when I took it the first time, I thought, well, this is kind of a cool test. I mean, it, it made me really think about the questions. It really made me kind of dig deep and, and answer some things that maybe I wasn't really comfortable answering quite so honestly. 
but uh, I mean, because you wanna you wanna snow job yourself. You wanna you wanna sit there and say, uh, yeah, I'm more like this than I am like that. But when it really when it really boils down to the to the point of the matter, it's like no, no, I'm not really like that. That's that's I got to answer here. So because like you said, you can't really lie to yourself. You'll know if you're lying to yourself. So you may as well oh, just yeah. answer truthfully. Yeah, and and answer the way it is now. I mean. Yeah, don't answer how you'd like to be or how you'd like to be perceived. Answer honestly the way the way you are because the beauty is it's not set in stone. It's you can grow it. So so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to well we're going to share our scores and again you can head to our website and download the grit scale test for yourself. You can take it more than once and and you can take it over time. Take it once a year. I think that's you know, make that your New Year's tradition to take the grit scale test every year. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about grit and really what it is, because we learned a ton about really what grit is. Uh, uh, we thought we knew, but when we really dove into it, um, it was very interesting. And there's, um, well, I won't mention that right now. But um, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to grow your grit. Because I'm sure some people are thinking, okay, well, this is my score and I'd like to grow my grit. You can absolutely do, do that. We're going to share that as well. And then our segment, this is the first time we're doing this tonight. Um, our segment after that, bring it, where we answer your questions. And we've got a fun question tonight that somebody sent in to us. So if you have a question that you'd like to ask, you can do that through our website it's totally anonymous, so you don't have to worry if it is something that's sensitive or you don't really want somebody to know. Um, just click on ask a question and submit it, and we'll answer it on our show, and we'll give our our feedback on it, our experience. Um, you know, maybe we've gone through it. We know people or have clients or whatever the case may be. We can give you another perspective, and sometimes that's enough to jumpstart us. So so you're going to want to stick out, stick around for that segment. And if anything, while we're talking tonight, if anything sparks a question, feel free to ask those questions. We would be more than happy to answer any of those questions you all may have. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what we're here for. We're here to to be a service to you, to to inspire people, to motivate people, to make people laugh even from time to time. Yeah. As long as I don't take it too far off the rails. <laughs> You know, that, that. then I'll just get out of control and I'll just laugh too much. <laughs> so why don't we just start with question number 12, the final question? Yeah, the final question. The final one. Hey, what happened to it? it it's there. there it, just, it just blinked. It, it You know, it's, it, it gets dry eyes from time to time and every uh, now and then get a blink. So... So the last one in number 12 says, I am diligent. Diligent. Now, for me, I, I'll be honest with you. This is one of those questions where I really didn't care for it so much. I, You know, what is being diligent? I, mean, the, we I was just thinking that. Questions. We had 11 other questions, and they all kind of pointed. I mean, if, if you answered, you know, four or five on some of the questions – earlier well this is a no-brainer this is like well, yeah of course i mean yeah if you follow through then yeah you must be diligent if you if you're a detail-oriented person you must be diligent diligent um and i am I, question, really. 
It's I, a boring question. It was not exciting. Didn't make me think. It's one of those you either you are or you aren't. You just kind of know it. It doesn't really make you think. It was boring. It was no fun. Have you ever had a moment, though, where maybe you weren't as diligent as maybe you thought you should be and things didn't quite go so good? Yeah. Well, of course. Well, <laughs> tell me about it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and that has been in jobs, jobs that I didn't like, jobs that I didn't, that I wasn't challenged, um, jobs that I thought a monkey could do that I just didn't want to be there anymore, a job that wasn't for me, a job where I'm working for somebody else, definitely not as diligent at all. And it, as sometimes it comes back to bite you and sometimes it doesn't. But when it comes to podcasting, when it comes to coaching, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I am absolutely diligent, especially for starting new projects. Now, we got a comment down here real quick, and I want to touch on this before I, I respond to that. But uh, Travis, uh, is it Super, I believe? So says, what exactly is this? Can you explain uh, for us new peeps? So first of all, thank you very much, Travis, for tuning in. And I'm glad that uh, we are still attracting new peeps. Great profile pick there, Travis. I like that. And uh, what Grit and Grace is, is each week we are going to come up with a brand new topic. Some of the stuff is going to absolutely blow your mind. It is a no BS uh, approach to answering the questions that need to be answered. And not holding back and not pulling any punches. Uh, men and women often see things very differently from a very different perspective. And that's kind of one of the things that we wanted to be able to exploit is those differences. And we want to crush those barriers and kind of help bring people together and understand that it doesn't matter if you have a different uh, belief or a different culture or a different race or whatever it is, man, woman, you know, black, white, it doesn't matter. We all have the same problems. We all come up with very similar solutions. And even though men and women can't seem to communicate we're going to bust through that barrier and we're going to show you some ways where people can communicate maybe more on a, on a different level. And that's what we're all about. We're, this show is about truth. We, this show is about truth. We want to approach things. Honestly, we want to remove the, the, the extraneous garbage that hangs on to things. And we want to get to the facts, to the truth about things. We want to bring up topics that are interesting, that could make a difference in people's lives. We want to answer questions. It's not just about us. We want to be of service to other people. And people are so overwhelmed and so stuck and things are made so complicated and people are feeling lost and hopeless and disconnected uh, within themselves, within relationships, with their work, with their business. And we really just want to, you know, bypass the BS and take a really unfiltered look at different things. And grit and grace is because I believe these two things are what we need to live a fulfilling and happy life. And... So we started talking about grit and we've been doing that for the last five days and we've been sharing questions on the grit scale test. So that's what we're doing. We ended up with the final question 
And you can go download it on our website at gritandgracetv.com. Click on show resources. And every time we mention something on a show or we have a resource or we have a PDF, an exercise or whatever it may be, um, check back, come back to our website. Thank you, Travis, for asking. Come back to our website, and if we've mentioned something on the show, a link to a resource. If you need something, you're, you need help, you're looking for something, um, you need to connect to some kind of resource, we will share that. So if you check back regularly on that page on our website, we will post it there on the show that we talked about, so you can do that. Yes, it is, Steadly Travis. <laughs> Those aviators on. So this is we're on the last question. So we're going to talk about grit today. So that's what we're doing. So I am diligent. And so if you want to score that, if you've been following, you haven't downloaded the grit test, um, the, the scoring for that, if you say that is very much like you, you get five points. If it's mostly like you, you get four points. If that's somewhat, you're somewhat diligent, you get three. And if it's not much like you, you get two points. And if it's not like if you are totally not diligent at all in anything, you get one point. So what you want to do is add up all those points at all from all those questions and divide it by 12 and you will get a score out of five. So five is the highest you can get on the grit scale test. Okay. So spill the beans there, Ripka. What did you, what was your score? My score overall was a 4.6 out of five. Pretty gritty. Pretty gritty, yes. But there's room for improvement. That's what's important. Yeah. As I as I went through all those things and I saw that that I had room for improvement, um, that kind of excited me because, you know, I can get better. And we should always try to get better every day, you know, whether yes. it be learning something new, whether it be from helping other people. There's always room where we can improve ourselves every day. So a 4.6, I was extremely happy with it because it showed I have a, I have a ways to go yet. Yeah, well, I'm close behind you. I got 4.4. So, um, I, so I took this a second time because when we were going through some of the questions, I was like, I was looking at my answers going, what the hell was I on drugs when I did this test? So I sat down, clearly took the time today oh, and wait, wait. did it. You are from Canada, so there are some things that are legal. <laughs> So it's possible. Uh, it's possible. So I was I, I was a little disappointed the first time I took it. I think I got like a 3.8 and I was like, hmm, just because of how I perceive myself and, and, and feedback I've gotten from other people. So when I sat down and took it today and I did the score, I was like, oh, 4.6, okay. Yeah, but you know, grit is just the stubborn refusal to quit. In a nutshell, in a tiny little package, that's what it is. But grit's a little bit different. You know, I think you think, you know, I think, I think you had this perception at first too, CJ, grit being like rough around the edges, not really smooth or. I still you know. see it. I, I still see it like that, that, that gut-wrenching, gritty, you know, sometimes rough around the edges uh, approach to getting things done. I mean, really, if, I mean, the word itself is, it's such a power word. I mean, it is. When you say grit. Grit. Like, grit. 
your your whole face has got to just kind of grit, you know. And so when you when you kind of do that, it's like this is how it is. Whether you got to push through it, whether you got it's by force, whether it's by whatever means. When you have it, you know it because you feel it. You you show up like that. You just show up that way to everybody around you. They pretty much can tell right away just by looking at you, by watching you work, by watching how you interact with people, whether or not you have that fact, that it factor, that passion, that perseverance, that strength, that everything that goes into grit that just makes it such a powerful uh, uh, attribute to have. And that, and for anybody, um, do that before you walk into a networking group, a meeting, an important interview, whatever that is. It's a very powerful thing. It's what um, Tony Robbins uses incantations. It's called an incantation. So what you're doing is you're pumping yourself up. And I do that once in a while. And you're like, and you do the actions and grit. I've got grit. You feel differently when you do that and you just keep doing it and doing it because an important part of how to change and do things is your state, how you feel. You know, there's some days where you feel like it doesn't matter what you touch, it turns to gold. And some days it does, it seems like everything you touch just turns for shit. So, you know, that you want to get yourself in a good state. <sighs> grit, I got grit, I'm greedy. So try that. For sure. So grit. Tell us what grit is there, CJ. I just think I said what grit was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that after after seeing how I went off about grit, people understand that I believe grit is that passion, that perseverance, that strength. You're right. That, that intestinal fortitude to drive on even when things seem to be breaking down. You know, much like this last week for us, uh, you know, some people may not know this and some people may not have even realized it, but we had a lot of technical problems throughout the last two weeks that we just kept pushing and pushing, not letting it get to us to a point where it felt like uh, this can't happen. And even when it got to that point where I was just so frustrated, I got to my ropes end, we still pushed a little bit further and we got it up. So that that is grit right there in a nutshell it's just yeah seeing seeing the end goal and not taking shit really you know um really cool guy that i know dave daly he he has this thing about fear you know fear if you if you say for example you're afraid of heights and and you freeze up or you can't go up that ladder and uh and you just you've Fear is just overtaking you. Well, he's like, he's like, fear just took your lunch money. Well, I feel it's the same way, <clears throat> same way when it comes to grit. When when you give up a little too soon, man, you know that 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 right there is you just handing your lunch money over to that bully, saying, okay, fine, here you can have it. You know whether whether you get a black eye, get knocked down, and get knocked out it doesn't matter if as long as you say no you can't have my lunch money and you keep pushing forward that bully don't win that's right yeah failure stopping quitting is not even an option it's just that stubborn refusal to quit you're going to keep going no matter what so grit is related to perseverance and tenacity and resilience 
So what we've learned is actually that grit, it's separated by the fact that it's tied to long-term goals, whereas resilience is, is in the moment overcoming obstacles or challenges or a major setback. Uh, tenacity is, is, you know, you keep practicing something to get better at it. Grit is taking all of that and attaching it to a long-term goal, something that you're just going to keep going and keep going month and year after year to achieve that goal. You have that bigger vision, but it's also, it's, attached to having um, a connection to something greater than yourself and that generally is serving others. So that's the other thing that that differentiates grit from persistence and resilience and all that. It's tied to something greater and beyond yourself. And generally it's because you want to serve others or you see that it's going to help other people. Oh. Perfect. Hey, Mercy. So Mercy says, at what point do you, do you reassess maybe the feedback or what the feedback is telling, telling you? Like maybe you need to continue to pursue, pursue your goal, but use a different strategy. That is such an amazing question. Yeah. I'm glad you asked that because here's the thing. Um, I reassess daily. Really, it's, I'm always looking at, um, everything that I do during the day, I, you know, in the military, I learned how to do these things called after action reviews. All of you who have been the bit, bit ever been in the military have done AARs. Anytime you've done something, you do an AAR. So every day I do that, that after action review. I, I break down my entire day. I figure out what was supposed, first it starts off, what was supposed to happen today? In the perfect world, what was supposed to happen? Then right below that, I write down what actually happened. Right below that is what went right. Right below that, what went wrong. And then I create a plan of how I can fix those things that went wrong and how I can strengthen the things that went right. That's how I reassess everything I do each and every day before I go to bed. That's part of my journaling. I like that. I like that. I know I usually do something like that like once a year. Look at okay, what worked well. I like that. That is really awesome. Well, you like get yourself a real nice big thick notebook, one with three hundred and sixty-five pages in it. You go through and you do three hundred and sixty-five after action reviews of your day. At the end of the year you have everything. You can go back, you can see where and then you can actually track. Yeah, you can track yeah. to see, okay, this was an up, up slope and then something happened. Maybe I went into a little bit of a funk. So I started coming down, but then I re-strengthened some of these things over here. So you can kind of see when you have your ups and downs, yeah. you can kind of take those ups and you can put them together and say, okay, this is what habits I was doing when I had my ups. These are the habits that I was doing when I was in my lows and you can eliminate those habits based on the patterns that you start seeing over that course of that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But you know, I think that, um, yeah. And that's what it is, is to just change your strategy a little bit, but I think it's important to go on how it feels for you and not listen to, cause you said in your question, Marcy about feedback, um, 
I'm not sure if you were talking about like feedback from other people. Um, because a real important thing is to have a strong belief in yourself. And that is a trait that those that are very gritty have. They have a very strong belief in themselves. So, you know, what's, that was a really great question. Thanks, Mercy. And that was a great tip, CJ. That was awesome. That was that awesome. Was I love that. My, my big win. Anytime I coach clients, personal clients, that was my big win for them. Anytime I could get them to buy into the AER so we could, that was, a, I started them on that pretty much the second week we started working together. Not the first week because I wanted to kind of be able to see how they did things in their natural environment. I wanted to see how they worked through problems. What kind of uh, problem solving skills did they have? And then week two, I would usually start them on that after action review. And after about week five or six, we could start seeing those patterns. So that was one of my strongest tools that I used in my practice. Do you have like a, we should, we should make a PDF on that so people can download and put on our I website. I a PDF on that. So I was you doing. are fucking amazing. <laughs> okay. So we can add that to our website for people to download and use, right? Absolutely. We will have that up so everybody can see the AAR format, the accountability format that uh, that I use every single day. Because I have stuff similar like that. When With my clients, I have this, this, I call it a power pack that I give to my clients and it's got different things for them to use, but not like that. So I love that. That's awesome. Um, so basically with grit, um, I, I just wanted to mention, so the big, the researcher that's very known about this grit scale test, her name is Angela Duckworth. And if you've gone to our website to download the grit scale test, you'll see the cover of her book. And I also put a link to order it and it's not an affiliate link. So we don't make a dime off of that. So, um, but a very good book and it has her information on there, but I thought it was something really interesting so that we can look at ourselves and you can, we can also look at other people too, to see how gritty they are. So there was talk about um, the marshmallow test. So they did this test with students and they said they could have a marshmallow right now to eat or if they waited, if they were willing to wait, they could have two. So decades later, they went to revisit this group of students and the ones that said, well, they would wait for a little while so that they could get two. And well, both of them, they compared, they found the students that waited, um, had higher test scores, higher SATs, had more diplomas, more success, um, had just had so much achievement in their lives. And so that's a very important indicator. Grit is an indicator of future success and that ability to um, because, you know, long-term goals, it takes a long time. If you work at something for six months and it, and you don't get what you want, um, and you're like, well, screw it. This is taking too long. Um, generally with grit, it go, it's through your life. It's through your life. It's that grit to get up every day to do that thing that you're passionate about. So that was a very interesting thing that, um, that marshmallow test, but something I found really interesting too was that, um, the hardest workers tend to be the people that don't give them, they have the lowest opinion of themselves. 
Do you find that? Um, I don't. Not no. not all the time. No. And here's here's the reason why I say that. I would say that's more so more true in um, the career path uh, people than it is the entrepreneurial. Yeah, people. I agree. Um, just because in the career path, typically you start at you start say here, and you want to be here, and it takes so long. And there's a lot of this stuff. You might have a boss that that looks down on you or maybe someone gets promoted over the top of you and they haven't been there as long as you. There's a lot of stuff like that that goes on in the career paths that can give a person a really bad uh, self-image, can really uh, hurt their confidence. And th so I would say, yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly for someone on a career path. But an entrepreneur, on the other hand, one of the th traits about an entrepreneur that I admire a lot is the fact that it doesn't matter how many times you're negative towards them. It doesn't matter how many times you, you say you're never going to make it. You're no good at this. They're right there to give you that big middle finger and they're going to say, watch me. And so I don't see that uh, true there. Yeah, well, I agree. I can see that for sure. Yeah. But I also do know a lot of entrepreneurs that are very, um, that take a long time or don't succeed because they are, um, they don't have a strong belief in themselves and people with grit have a strong belief in themselves. So, so there's grit innate inborn. No, it's something that's learned and cultivated. I think you can have somewhat of it because we're all prone when we're born. We, you know, we push to learn to crawl and we, and to pull ourselves up and walk and you don't see babies sit down and go, oh, screw it. You know, they have that grit. So, I mean, that part, that much is innate, but it's definitely something that can be nurtured and developed and, and uh, cultivated for sure. You know, I think grit is, I think it's very much inborn, but I think you lose it rather than gain it. Um, I think when you're born, you probably have all the grit in the world. Like you, like you said, they, they push themselves to learn to, to walk, talk, all these things. They, it's not the mom and dad showing them how to do these. They just become mobile. Be they start rolling over. Then they start crawling. Next thing they're pulling themselves up on furniture. They're walking upright. That is in born with them is that tenacity to go after those types of things. However, I think that by example, watching our parents, watching our peers, watching the, the people who are the most influential in our lives, I think those people are, can really hurt that and they can really destroy that grit. Now, just because the grit starts going down doesn't mean it can't come back. And right. all it takes is that conscious effort to work on those things that you need to work on to make it go back up. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. We're all born with somewhat. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to get up every morning and, and live life for sure. Some people naturally, they have that a little bit more, which depends on a lot of things. Um, but it's definitely something that um, can be molded. It can absolutely be molded. Um, and it's really and, and it's something that you can that you can absolutely grow and strengthen and um, there's definitely steps that you can do. But there's talent. If you have a talent and you put some effort into it, you get a skill. And if you take a, 
that skill and you times it by effort, then you're going to have achievement. You're going to have achievement in your goals. So, you know, that's why, yes, it is somewhat, we definitely have that in us somewhat. And, and, but that's why the ability to grow it is there because effort and work can greatly affect and influence. And if you have that environment, yeah, where people are shutting you down and no, you can't do that, or they don't let you, you know, like helicopter parents that their kids can't do anything. They can't like walk unless they have like pillows duct taped around their freaking body. Like, you know, if kids can't experiment and I was one of those parents and I'm sure people looked at me and I'm sure some of my family too would look at me and think I was nuts that I would let my small son have a pocket knife, but you teach them how to use it and you teach them respect for it and you teach them how to whittle sticks and you, you know, and and about fire and we have fire pits in our backyard and yeah, he could start the fire and yeah, he was like four, five, six years old, but you teach them a respect for these things and if they never have a chance to do these things, they're never going to be able to to learn these things and 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 develop interests and see really who they are. So that's a good way to talk about now growing your grit. And there is five steps to growing your grit. <coughs> Excuse me. So, do you have them there? Do you want me to? Oh no, I just bounced over because I wanted to see if we're missing any comments on Facebook. So I just bounced over to Facebook. Oh, good. It's so nice to have a producer. You know, and I want to, I want to ask you all one more time here, right? Since we're right kind of in the middle, please share this out. Give, give that little share button a click real quick and then we can move on. So yeah. right. He's going to wait for you. Go ahead. Share it. Okay. Stop. Okay. Let's, let's move along. Okay, so let's. So we've talked a lot about grit with the grit test and all our shows this week. So the important thing I think now, let's get to the meat of is growing your grit, and five steps to growing your grit. The first one is pursue interests, and we've talked about that too all along these past nights too that we've been on. You know, find something that fascinates you, and and don't say, well, I don't know, I don't have anything that I'm interested in. Nothing fascinates me. Bullshit. Bullshit. There are things you find interesting. What are the movies you're drawn to? What are the books that you read? What are the magazines that you pick up when you're sitting in the doctor's office or the dentist's office? Like, what shows do you see on TV that you think, oh, that looks interesting? Like, what interests you? Think back to things that you've done in your life. You know, things that you do now. So it all starts with pursuing an interest and trying them out and trying different things. You never know what it could lead to, who it could lead to, that could turn into that thing that you're looking for. Somebody that does something you never thought existed or was possible or whatever the case may be. And I said the other night, you know, people say all the time, follow your passion. And people are like, I don't know what the hell that is. Well, sometimes your passion follows you. And I understand how confusing it can be for some people. They get so stuck. I think we become so desensitized in this noisy society. Try things. Nothing set in stone. Try it. Don't like it. Don't do it. You can change your mind. You are the boss of you. That's the beauty of being an adult. Remember when we were kids and we'd go, well, I can't wait till I can do what I want to do because we always had our parents telling us. Every day you wake up and you are in charge of you. 
You have the choice. So find the things that you like, and if you don't like doing it, stop doing it. This is the remove the bullshit part. Don't like it? Change your mind. Stop doing it. Return the toy. You know? So pursue interests. Absolutely, that's the first one. Because that it gets your mind going. Grows your mind. Gets you imagining. We lose imagination. Kids have that so beautifully. They just imagine everything so easily. <clears throat> that's got anything to add? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got really passionate on that one because <laughs> yeah, I get one. tired. People, you know, they they don't want to do something. They don't know what to do, and they that they don't want to stop because they don't want people to think that. Who cares? Who cares? Try different things. Who cares? Try the damn pole dancing. If you want to do it, do it. So that's the first one. The second one is practice, 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 and get better every day. If you find that thing that's like, oh, that's fun. Practice every day. Do it. Even if it's just a hobby. Well, you know, it's, it goes back to what uh, what people, uh, how, what separates people from each other when it comes to, say, athletes, for example. The ones that are in the NFL or Major League Baseball or the NBA or those people, they're the ones that you see at the end of the day staying around for that extra 30 minutes uh, running, staying in the gym an extra hour, getting up early in the morning and, and going to going to the gym. And this starts at an early, early age. They started at such an early age, and they continue that habit. They they put in the extra hours. They put in the extra effort, and they they build those skills and, and until they get to the point where that – separates them from the guy that maybe he left practice early sometimes. Maybe he was just playing because his friends were playing. And then he gets into college and he's still playing because, well, he he was good enough in high school. So he moved on to college and he played in college, but he still had the same habits. He left, he left when practice was over. He didn't spend any extra time in the gym. And then, when it came time for the draft and he was ready to go on to the next level, his number wasn't called. Mm-hmm. So it's, that practice, that is so, so key. I mean, mm-hmm. you practice a skill daily and it doesn't matter if it's athletics or if it's even something that you pick up at work. Yeah. For uh, Let's use drywalling, for example. The first time you drywall a house, it's going to look like garbage. But you continue to do that every day, your skills get better. And as your skills get better, you build that mastery. And once you've mastered those skills, it just takes time and it takes practice. Yeah, yeah. Practice, practice, practice. And, oh, like, I'm so – that's one thing. My son is not a sports kid. And that's something, like, I am ever so grateful to the powers that be that my kid is not (laughs) – I tried when he was little, really little, put him in soccer. He's he's not a run with the crowd. He's very much, if I, I, no, just because you're doing it, I don't want to. Because I had fears that he was going to, like, love hockey or something. And I thought, oh, my God, if I have to get up at 5 in the morning and sit in an arena, like, kudos to all you parents who spend the hundreds of dollars on the equipment and the traveling and the tournaments and 
and getting up that early and I am not a morning person like oh my god kudos to you guys for doing it because I was so grateful that he's not into it. so my kids like so then he just freaks me out another way so he takes everything apart so that has been my challenge he's the one that takes everything apart and and I you step on stuff and, and everything's apart in pieces or he's like into science and he mixes stuff. And I don't know how many times I've asked him like, and you're not going to blow up the garage. Right. So, and he spends hours doing it hours. So if you, yeah, if you love something, you're just going to keep going and how many times something doesn't work and you go back and go back. But anyway, yeah. Practice, practice, practice. That's key. <laughs> This key, like location, 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 right? So the third way to grow your grit is connect to a higher purpose. And a higher purpose, and that is something beyond yourself. Generally, it's something that is beneficial to not just yourself, but to other people. Maybe it's your community. Maybe, it, you know, the city. Maybe it's the state or the province you live in or the country you live in or the world at large, something you've invented that's made a difference or whatever the case may be. It's, it's tied to having a purpose greater than yourself. So that's always a good, uh, a good hint too. I mean, the people that, that get out there and, and, and protest and we're seeing a lot of that right now, um, they just keep going and going and going or people that campaign politicians that campaign. I think you gotta have a lot of grit for that. Oh my God. And so what, what is that greater thing outside of yourself that, that you want to do? And maybe think about that. I mean, there is no, it doesn't have to be step by step. It doesn't, you know, there's no rules. So think about something greater than yourself. Maybe that will give you the idea of a, an interest to pursue or a passion and remind you of a passion that you once had a long time ago that you had put aside for whatever reason, raising a family, got ill, whatever the case may be. So connect to a higher, for us, we're always like helping and sharing. And that's a big part of what this show is. We want to make, you know, life, uh, life is hard and, but it can be easy too. And really, you know, we, we're, we're the ones that make it really, really hard for ourselves. So we want to help other people and you with your live streaming and the podcasting, like showing people and helping people what to do and, and how to work around problems. Like you're a big giver. Yeah. Well, I started live streaming to solve a problem and it was never supposed to be a business. It was never supposed to do and be anything other than a hobby. And it was really a way for me to share a message and deal with PTSD. So when I started doing those things and started that podcast and started really kind of diving into that, um, I was able to share that. I was able to talk about those things and it got better. I mean, I'm not saying like, Oh, Hey, you're healed. Boo. Uh, but it was, it was an outlet for me. And then other people started listening and then they started asking me, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? And it never really dawned on me to create a business out of this. It was always about being able to help other people achieve the same thing that I got out of it. And that was an ability to be able to share their passion, share their message and just be a service to other people. And, and that's why I've always said that my show 
it's it's so special to me because it really is a way for me to just connect with an entire world. I mean, at, at one time, this world was so big, you didn't know people. I didn't know people in Canada. I didn't know people in the UK. I didn't know people in Pakistan. But now this world has shrunk to the size of a golf ball. Yeah. And, and people know each other from all over the world and create some great, uh, amazing relationships through podcasting, live streaming, uh, blogging, all these online tools that we have now. So that was my higher purpose. And it's like I, it's, it's my mantra, my morning mantra. When I wake up every morning, I say this to myself. It's what uh, I do what I do. So someday I can inspire other people to do more than what I've ever accomplished and say, because of you, I didn't give up. So that's that's what I do every morning. I want to be able to inspire people. That's my higher purpose. And that's why I keep doing what I do. And that's why I get so passionate about being able to share yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Isn't he a great guy, everybody? <laughs> so this kind of leads kind of leads to number four. And I'm looking at the time going, holy cow, we still have our bring it segment. So number four is cultivate hope. That is eliminating the limiting beliefs. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can do it. And if you have trouble, find somebody who does believe in you because it, that, that will be a major stumbling block. So you need to come, we need to cultivate hope and, uh, believe in, And I'm a huge believer in other people and, uh, and, uh, and so are you. We were talking about this on one of our past shows. Like we just get so excited for people and get them and they get excited. So having that hope is so, so important. And then number five, surround yourself with gritty people, with other people like that. Men, we hear that about being successful. Surround yourself with people who have done what you want to do. People who, you know, so it's the same thing. Gritty people who don't give up, who slogging away, just giving her. Surround yourself with those people. Yeah, they, you know, it's, it's been said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You know, I, I hate, hate, hate that saying. That was an eye opener. It, it is. I would rather say, be the example the other five people want to be surrounded by. You know, don't be the average of five other people. Be the example that they want to strive to be like. And it's not that hard. It really isn't. It's just 1% more effort. That's it. That's all it takes. One percent more effort. Yeah. It it takes that thirty thirty minutes more in the gym. It takes that thirty minutes more at work. It's that one more phone call. It's that twenty more minutes to get a project a little bit closer to completion. It doesn't take much. It's just one percent. Yeah, I get that. But you know what? I also think that if you're the smartest person in the room all the time, you need to find a new room. Oh, because otherwise you won't grow. You're never going to be the smartest person. Your goal should never do be the smartest person. Your goal should be the hardest working person. Your goal should be the, the person who wants to learn more. I mean, so you're never, I've never been the smartest person in the world. I've, I, I am well, never nobody, nobody is, but I mean, sometimes you can be like, you no, know, never sometimes gonna, you could be the smartest <laughs> person in the room. <laughs> but anyways, 
I think it's good to have the people around you that challenge you. I think you have to have the mix for sure. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you think, you know, you have to model. That's how we kind of, you know, you talk about that. People that you've watched live streaming, that you see what they do, and then you, you know, you try your version of it, and you look to improve all the time. Sometimes we need to see those other people to improve. But I, I like that spin you have on that for sure. So there you go. There's five ways to grow your grit. I'll add that to the post on our website, but I wanted the grit skill test to be available now to people before we did our show. So we'll add that PDF we talked about too that CJ has, and then we'll add um, the grow your grit things. So let's get to our last segment. Hold on. Let's just recap real quick because I want to, some people kind of jumped in a little bit late. So what we're, what we're seeing is go on over to grit and grace TV. You'll be able to download the entire PDF of the grit test. You're also going to get that uh, after action review accountability uh, worksheet. And while you're there, do us a favor. Leave us a comment on that page one. Right on, right there on that homepage, just leave us a comment. And this next segment that we're getting ready to bring to you, it's called Bring It. And if you have a question or if you have a comment or if you have something you want shared on the show, go on over to uh, – <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Go on in and fill out the form. That's It's an anonymous entry. Just go ahead and ask whatever question you have, and we will make sure we get it on the show. Mm-hmm. So now let's bring it. Bring it. You, you want to show the question? Do you have it up? No, I didn't. That's a long question. It was it was too many let words. <laughs> it wouldn't let me type it in the agenda. <laughs> oh, well, you don't have to type it, but do you have it to look at? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, well, you can pull it up. Yeah, that I can do. So the okay. Hand- <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, this is my first time, I promise. Um, that says, I have a question for you. It's actually a moral question. On Saturday night, I was out at a party where $10,000 was being awarded. Ten people were involved in a reverse draw. Two men were left at the end. Top prize, $10,000. Second was $500. One person could have walked away with a check for $10,000. But instead, they decided not to do the last draw and just split the money they received, $5,250. What would you have done in that case? Go for it or have taken the guaranteed $5,250? I would have taken the risk to see if I could have scored the whole pot on my own. Thanks. So, you know, I like that. I like that question because, you know, I don't see that as a moral question. I see that as two guys probably if they're partying, they're just all boozed up. They're like, hey, Jeff, let's just split it. How about that? And the other guy's like, well, I believe that's exactly what I'll do. I don't want to take the chance of walking away with only $500. So I get it. I see the guy's point of view. I would have done the exact same thing they did. You would have split it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's always interesting when you watch game shows, you know, and it's like, you've won this much. And then and then it's like, do you want to risk it and go further? And... And it's always interesting that people go, no, no, they should stop. Oh, no, 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 no. And I'm always the one going, go. You don't have anything now, and you were just fine. So just go for it. If you lose it, you lose it. 
But in this case, I mean, look, you have a guaranteed $5,250. Well, in that case, that, yeah, because you know you're either going to get ten grand or $500 or $5,200. You know you're getting an amount, and it's really just choosing it. You don't know, as opposed to you don't know if you're like those game shows where it's like, okay, well, you're at this point. Do you want to risk it? You don't know if there's an amount at all. But right. if you know that there's an amount like this situation, then I would do what you did, yes. Yeah, besides, if if you say, no, 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 let's just go for it, and you won the $10,000, say you actually won the $10,000, who do you think is picking up the tab? Yeah. At least you got $52.50, you got someone you can split the tab with. That's right. That's right. I always find it so interesting, and the people who will say, yeah, what people choose. I always find that really interesting. Um, you know, I think if it was now, if we were talking about this and it was for say a charity auction, like a, say a 50, 50 drawing or something like that, then, you know, then we'd be having a different conversation because then I would be like, yeah, you go for the whole thing because you also want to be that guy to be able to say, Oh, 50, 50, you keep it 50. I get 50%. Well, Hey, why don't you take another 50% of the 50% I just won? And you, I just, now I'm, now I'm a generous guy because I gave half of my winnings away. Yeah. So it, it becomes a different, a different conversation in that case. Yeah. But in the case, what these guys did perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, how perfect is that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I take 5,200 bucks <laughs> for sure. So I'm just scrolling through here to see if there's any other questions that yeah, we have. Yeah, any questions anybody have about anything we talked about. <clears throat> and I also want to say thank you really quick to Mark Gablowski from Omaha. Dude's got an amazing podcast. Mercy K, she is awesome. She is bringing it. She is live streaming and absolutely just crushing it. Oh, Travis, wow. thank you for joining us tonight. Alicia... Uh, Alicia, thank you for watching tonight. You see who else was on? Let's see who else was popped in. I, of no course, song. we can see the names of the people who have who have actually commented. So if if you watch the show and we don't mention you and we don't say thank you, I'm sorry. It's not that we're not uh, that we don't want to. It's just that we don't see you. Yeah. We're going to be changing up some things as we go on too. So um, that may change, but um, yeah, you can shoot us a question anytime, anytime, anytime. Make sure you like our Facebook page. We are going to post interesting stuff there all the time. And um, anytime you have a question and if you have, you know, any questions about grit or anything next week, we're going to tackle the other half <laughs> of this. I can't wait. I can't wait. So please, if you're watching this on replay, please share this out. Share it with your friends. There's somebody, maybe somebody that you know that could use a little bit more grit in their life. Share it out with them. Tag them in it. And if you comment on the replay, we will answer back. That is one of the things that we've been really passionate about doing is making sure that we're engaging with all of the people who take time. Because Time is the most pr precious thing that we have to spend. So if you're going to take the time to, to write a comment, 
we are going to make sure we we repay that time by answering that comment and saying thank you. So absolutely, that's why we're doing this show is for well for us too because we really like it, but definitely it's for the people. It's for the people. So. So this was great. This was like a good, whoa, boy, did we talk grit. Great, great grit this week. Next week, it's grace. We're going to talk grace. We're going to go from grit to grace. Yes, we are. So until next week, everybody, thank you for watching. And remember, you don't have to be perfect to be that perfect solution. Peace and stay wild, everybody. <laughs>